Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vish One and Partha. All right, welcome back to the Pilot Boys Podcast. Today is our deep dive for episode 147. We're talking about embracing change in life and adapting to change. Um, I'm going to give give the kickoff for this story. So I had a moment last week where I came home and, you know, I'm really big into repeating numbers. So if you see a repeating number, usually it means something. Actually, every number kind of means something. Uh, so you can actually look up the meaning. Um, but there, I believe that there is significance when you look at your phone or look at, you know, a clock and see the time. And oftentimes I see repeating digits. And so I saw... 555 many times. I was waking up at 555 with no alarm. I was uh, seeing it every time I opened my phone in the afternoon. I was calling people. And when I mentioned it, it, they would look at their clock and it would be 555. And it was just this, this crazy kind of set of coincidences. And I looked this up and 555 is actually the symbol for change. And so change in the sense that you have to be at peace that things in your life are going to change drastically and it's going to be for your highest good. That's kind of the spiritual meaning of that number. And so, you know, I trusted it and things in my life did change in, in quite a significant way over the last few weeks and uh, really over the last, you know, five to seven days as of recording this. And it was an interesting set of changes that you know, I think I was a little prepared for because I had the signal and because I trusted the spiritual signals to such an extent. Uh, but it was an interesting experience because I think six months ago, it was a set of changes I wasn't ready for because I didn't have the growth. I didn't have the grounding that I have now as an individual in my own identity and who I am to have the freedom to accept change. And I didn't have the, the detachment from different elements of my life to allow them to go their own way. And I think that some, when I like really reflect on like the journey of, you know, accepting and embracing change, like I always think of it as a journey of attachment. The things we're unwilling to let go of when it's time for them to move on, are the things that we have attachment to. And at the root, in my view, embracing and adapting to change is about understanding that everything that's being brought to you is for your highest good. And if you can just trust in the fact that the things that are leaving your life are not going to put you in a worse situation, they're actually going to put you in a better situation, and that there is kind of a, a plan to your life, um, you know, it's very easy. But if you live in a worldview that is uh, that doesn't have room for faith, that doesn't have room for trust in the universe, um, I think it can be really a lot more difficult embracing change, you know? Yeah, I mean, you you touched on the spiritual element. I want to I want to just touch on the practical reality of life. Right? Is that um, life as an adult, specifically, more things don't go your way than go your way. Um, and the fallacy that I think people believe is this: they they get caught up in this belief um, that they truly have control over every element of their life. You do have a degree of control over the decisions that you make, but there are always things that are happening 
just by functioning in this world that are happening to you that you have absolutely no control over. And that's when people who get so focused on controlling or micromanaging their lives and their and both their personal and professional lives, when they really struggle, when that reality hits. And the thing that's always been confusing to me is, you know, despite that cycle happening over and over again, people's unwillingness to adjust to an understanding of the reality that they don't have as much control as they have, right? And adjusting in a sense that's saying what you can control is really your reaction more than anything else, right? How you react to a sudden change or uh, a sign that tells you to move in a different direction. I find the people who are most successful are the people who are able to quickly make those decisions and move on, right? Because there's this other element of it too, like when that change happens, getting caught up in that change, right? Why it happened, the motivation behind it happened, all the reasons why it happened and why it shouldn't have happened versus saying, hey, the reality is the change has happened and now I have to adjust. Because the sooner you go from that that aspect, which also leads to feeling sorry for yourself a lot, and you move on, the sooner you will adapt and you'll you'll become healthier again too, right? It's the whole concept of staying present. You know, there's gonna be a shock. You take a day or two, when sudden change happens. But the reality is the people who can move from that emotional state to moving onwards are the people who succeed in life. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a great point. And I think it's, it's also that change creates freedom, I think, in your time. So one thing that I think is super undervalued about drastic changes in circumstances is that we all have things in our life that don't serve us, that aren't benefiting us, that are holding us back, keeping us behind, stressing us out, weighing us down. And usually when change happens, we're letting go of those things. And why are we even holding on to them? It's usually because of fear. It's because of a limiting belief. It's because we feel like we need it to survive or we need it to feel secure. We need it to feel loved. But when you kind of get past that basic stuff, what you tend to see kind of in a bigger picture is that these things that you were attached to were sucking the life out of you in a sense. And you have to grow in, in the manner of letting those things grow and understanding that you are looking for security. Security is within you. If you're looking for love, love is within you. You don't have to get it from your situation, your occupation, your relationship. You don't have to get it from any of those things. You can get it from yourself. And it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier when things do change for you to realize that there's nothing to your fundamental being that is ever altered by changes around you. It's only just the things that you interact with and the things that you spend your energy on change. But that's that's it. Yeah. I want to focus a little bit on, on something you touched, in, spe- touched on specifically, which is interpersonal relationships, right? Um, and those personal, when you're, de- and I want to extend this, this isn't just separating personal and business life. This is kind of been a, a holistic view on any relationship that involves another person. And, and I want to reflect back on what I was saying earlier about control. Um, oftentimes, you know, what happens in, in personal relationships with other people is you start setting people's expect the expectations you have on other people based on your own personal viewpoints. 
and your own personal thoughts on what that person is supposed to be versus accepting the reality of what that per who that person actually is. And there's like this power dynamic or this necessity for human beings to try to, to improve. They feel like they can help other people or they feel a responsibility. I wouldn't even say help, but they feel a responsibility or an obligation that is unfair to really be responsible for other people outside of themselves, reflecting on what you were saying. And that really becomes dangerous because the more that you find somebody else to blame, a scapegoat, or and you don't reflect on what you could have done better. You know, I had a scenario like this happen last week as well. And and the situation to me was I handled it very poorly in the moment. But when I reflected on it, I, I said, you know what? I should have seen and accepted. I blame myself because I should have seen and accepted this change much sooner than I did. But that ego, that was an ego fail on my part. I've done a lot of work to kind of, you know, stifle my ego. But I realized in that scenario that the reason that the situation played out the way it did had more to do with me and a reflection on me than it did on the other person, right? And that's all the only thing you can fix is how you handle the situation and how you move on from the situation, right? And it's going to happen in employment. It's going to happen in in dating relationships. It happens between parents and kids. It happens between teachers and students. This kind of like conflict, and I feel like too many of these conflicts end without the proper amount of self-accountability and reflection to help you actually improve. I feel like people continue to go through life always wanting to blame an external source for a situation that causes them pain. And the reality is the more you do that, the you're never going to fix that pain because you're never going to be able to control those people and how they handle you or what they do. You can only can dictate your own behavior. Yeah, you're so spot on. I think the word blame is so important there because whenever you blame someone, you make yourself the victim. The second you make yourself the victim, you've lost. You know, you've lost the the ability to even have ownership over the situation. And that to me is like it's critical is making sure you don't blame anybody and that you focus on yourself. I think that's just it's a general life thing. But during change, when we're being exposed to stress, when we're being challenged on our core beliefs and how we see the world, we do have these kind of basic basic things become harder for us. It's harder to not see yourself as a victim than it was a week ago, you know? And I think that's, it's a big part of it is like the second you stop to realize that things are not happening to you, they're happening for you. That's the moment you start to realize change, all change is a very, very good thing. And you get excited when you start to see the signs of change come. You get excited when you start to see the opportunities present themselves that you may not have had before. Yeah, and specifically, you know, I want to talk about managing your emotional reactions, right? Like I think a lot of people, you know, you know, profess and tell you, hey, stifle your emotions. You know, you've got to, you've got to control your emotions. The reality is, is that there are going to be situations and circumstances that you're invested deeply into that are going to trigger an emotional response or an emotional reaction from you. That's just the reality of being a human being and having having a brain, right? But the reality is, is how do you, the, the, the solution to that is this, right? Accepting the reality that you are an emotional being and that sometimes things are going to trigger you emotionally, but 
the handling and working through those emotions internally before you react externally is what you need to work on. It's not dismissing your emotions and just saying, oh, nothing matters. It's understanding that they exist and under figuring out a process for you yourself to process that so it doesn't lead to more damage. Because anytime you react externally out of emotion, it usually doesn't lead to good results. But if you process the fact that, hey, I'm reacting to this emotionally, what's causing that? You can usually come out of every situation and, and, and take something positive from it and learn something and continue to improve yourself. So it's not about controlling your emotions. Yeah, that's such a it's such a great point because I think that when you react, the situation controls you. When you act, you control the situation. And yep. that's that's the fundamental of it is you the second you become a victim, you give up control as well emotionally to the situation. And it's all about understanding that you have the power at all times. You have the power to dictate your reaction. You have the power to dictate your next step as a result of the circumstance and situation. And you know, being exposed to a tremendous amount of change in in our lifetimes today, in the world events today, it's a really good opportunity to realize that the things around you don't really affect you, you know, and, and sometimes when you look at the chaos in politics and the chaos in media, that sometimes I feel like that's a lesson that it's trying to teach us all. It's like, it doesn't matter if your president is red or blue. It doesn't matter who's running, you know, Congress, because there's going to be changes, but you're the only one who, who dictates how they affect you. You know, you're the only one who dictates your mood. You're the only one who dictates your reaction to the situation, whether you act or react. And that's, I think that realizing that power is different from understanding that power, like from an intellectual standpoint to realize that power, something has to happen and you will feel in that moment, joy of the fact that you have, the control over yourself. And I think like it's a process to iterate, to work through your shit, to get, get to a point with different types of change to feel that peace of peace of mind. But it's, it's so critical, I think to get yourself to a mental state where no matter the change that happens, no matter the thing that feels volatile around you inside, you're cool as a cucumber, rock solid, nothing can change you because you have that much conviction in who you are. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's, that's really well said. And, you know, one of my kind of favorite thoughts or, or quotes that I've heard um, is, is this. It's like, you know, when you really want to help people, you tell them the truth. When you want to help yourself, you tell them what you want, what they want to hear, you know, <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the reality of or kind of my takeaway from this conversation is that balance, right? Because, Typically, the reactions come as a result of a person or a situation or an event. And if you live your life just speaking what you believe to be the truth versus playing these kind of games of, oh, is this what I'm supposed to say? Versus just expressing the reality and the truth of what you believe, that's what creates problems. You're so worried about how somebody else is going to interpret what you say versus just saying it. And I think human being, this is what creates a lot of these reactions and problems is this constant concern about how everybody else is going to react to you communicating your truth. 
just yeah. honestly and directly. That's that's a great point. You can't control everyone else's reactions, and they're going to be their own too. So there's a lot of situations where you're going to do something that's true to you, and people are not going to be happy about it. That's just that's the nature of it. You can't you can't you can't dictate whether or not people. If you're doing this to be liked, right, and that's your goal in life is to be liked, you're already kind of losing the race yeah. because it's. You see it. There's nobody, even Jesus Christ isn't universally liked. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's like that is the hamster wheel. It's a, it's about liking yourself <laughs> and being, even if you don't necessarily always like yourself, it's being able to live with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Spot on. Spot on, man. Well, on that note, um, well, that wraps our uh, deep dive on embracing change. Hopefully you got something valuable from this for you. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. We're going to get back into college football season very soon. And we're going to have Zach joining us again uh, for the weekly college football sprint. So we're very excited to lean back into our Ohio State fandom here as we enter the fall and, and bring you some amazing, um, amazing thoughts and takes on, uh, on football with a little nuance mixed in. So uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much. And as always, stay moving, be you, and you as fly. Pilot Boys out. Pilot Boys, we get on now.